0: Hey, it's Tuesday morning and it's eight o'clock. That means it's time for trash talk. Yes, yes. And uh, I, I think what we we decided today we're going to talk a little bit about the status of of streaming uh, these days. And I think it's taken on a a whole another dimension uh, with the and AFTRA strike, which is man, that's going into what is like eleventh week or something now.
1: Well, I told you it's going to be into the new year. I'm you just said, man.
0: And the reports were, especially for the writers, uh, they're saying they're going to drag it out until the writers are out of money, which which is horrible, lose their homes, lose their apartments that they don't care that what's right is they think is right. And and if they starve to death, so be it.
1: That's horrible because it it goes to show who you're dealing with. Right. And why would you ever want to work for people like that? You know, yeah. yeah, so it's still happening. The strike's still happening. There's nothing. The needle hasn't gotten closer to the finish on either side. Um, no,
0: because because the the uh, uh, the one side doesn't want it to end. They want to make everybody bleed because yeah. You know, and I I mean I'm having I'm I'm trying to understand the reasoning on both sides, and I do understand that that the writers. And, and the actors and all are trying to say, hey, look, you're taking all of our, the stuff that we've done, and you're streaming it, you know, everywhere, and we ain't getting a piece of the action. Uh, Not
1: getting anything in the back end. And, and part of that, you know, part of that was, for some of it is because at the time, it was so new, but let's be real, it hasn't been new for a very long time. Um, plus, you've got the whole AI thing and and, and all that. So right. the reality is though, you know, and and people don't understand this. So if, if the act, let's say the actor's strike ended, let's just say that, but the writers were still going on. A lot of these actors are writers too. They're writers on the films. You're still not going to see them because of the writer's strike. So there's a lot of layers to this and it's affecting streaming and, We've noticed that, you know, with Disney recently uh, just announcing that they're going to increase prices next year. Uh, Disney, which they've been relatively inexpensive for a couple of years now, but I think they're going to, I think they're increasing too much for what they are and in the game and the timeline of streaming. Uh, They're also doing what Netflix did with the uh, sharing password crackdown and how they're going to implement that. And they, you know, they've. They, they're really focusing on the bundles. The bundles will actually end up being relatively inexpensive if you get Hulu, Disney Plus, and I guess ESPN. Right. So, but in the meantime, you're talking about raising prices and you have this much a library and this much live shows, new shows, new movies coming out. After that, they are going to have to rely on the old stuff. But there is surprisingly right now, during this strike and i hope it ends soon and i hope the writers get what they deserve um or at least close to what they deserve right right um, there's a lot out there to watch and this there's a lot of cool things out there on multiple platforms and unique stuff to watch so figured we could talk about that what have you been watching lately? that is on one of the platforms
0: well, you know, I mean, uh, uh, we're kind of we're trying to balance a little bit between the movies and, and the series, uh, sure. because we just we just finished Suits, which was, well, I think, eight seasons, uh, you know, and then then uh, Link, uh, 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 Lincoln Lawyer came back on with its new se- uh, season and and we watched that. And then we we said to ourselves, OK, we finished the series we've been watching. Now let's catch up on a few movies. Mm-hmm. And so go back and and catch some of the movies. We also are still very much going into the movie theaters. Fortunately, a lot of the lot of the uh, uh, the studios uh, have got vaults filled with movies that are waiting to release. So while this strike is going on and nothing new is being produced, and uh, you know, all sure. they've got, oh, just open the vault. You mentioned Disney. Disney will always make money because if they start to see a downtick in their profits, they just open the vault, they'll take out Cinderella or Pinocchio or whatever, they'll re-release it, and a whole new generation of viewers will go to the theaters to, to watch it. Uh, You know, and then you've got phenomenons. I mean, still, I don't quite get it, but this whole Barbie thing, I guess maybe because Barbie, it's not another, you know, a Marvel uh, movie. It's not another, you know, a, a thriller movie. It's a, not another zombie movie. It is so much in its own genre that it hit the world and just
1: the numbers are staggering. It's a, jugger- it's a juggernaut. Look, at, number one, it, it hasn't been done before. Right. Any Anything like that. Um number 2 you've got a an a-list cast in there for sure. Yeah. Um number 3 it's it's just something new to be entertained whether I like it or not doesn't matter. Um clearly it worked. So hey and the residuals
0: what? is all of the the merchandise and swag yes. that they're selling to go along with it too. Uh it's 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 just it's amazing but we get those phenomenons every so often. So when something hits, for instance, going way back when Jaws hit, it was the first shark movie that 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 came out, and I mean, everybody had to see it. And as disgusting as as parts of it were, it was great. Uh, it hit. Now, now they keep trying to redo it. You know, Jaws. Well, and that happens
1: a lot, and we we see that on streaming too. I think Netflix yeah. in particular. Netflix just came out with a movie with Gal, Gal Gadot. Um, she's from Wonder Woman, and I like her. I like to look yep. at her, and I like her. But it is a generic, put a stamp in it. You took Want Ryan Reynolds out or The Rock out. You put yep. Gal Gadot in. It's a generic action movie with generic humor, generic fight scenes, and generic special effects that you spend too much money on. doesn't work. Yep. Um, but there's some other things on Netflix. One of the shows I highly recommend that people watch is painkiller, painkiller on Netflix with uh, Matthew Broderick, who I right. typically don't like. Yeah. Um, it is a an eye opening, disturbing. Quite frankly, I don't know how this country is still operating and how we allow it to operate, knowing that our government has allowed big pharma and phar- pharmaceutical companies and drug pushers to to really create these pandemics and and problems um it is a it is a disturbing thing looking at the the oxycontin and how it just everything and not just oxycontin but i highly recommend i think it's 10 episodes it might be eight i can't remember right um
0: Uh, not on netflix i think
1: it's on netflix it is a it's not a feel-good show um by any means but i binged that and it is a i think everybody should watch it i think that's one of the best things that netflix has put out very similar to what hulu had with uh dope sick um from uh with Michael Keaton, who I love, that was a good one too. But this one to me dives in it a little bit more and I kind of enjoyed it. And I thought that was a good one on Netflix right now.
0: And it's interesting because the public is, is, is giving it a lot of, a lot of credit.
1: The critics did not. Of course not. They, they who cares about the critics? Who yeah. cares? They are paid <laughs> little and they, dude. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the critics. You know, whenever ever. whenever
0: I see a movie gets dissed by the by the critics, you know, the, the Rotten Tomatoes puts out oh, their green splat or what it, that kind of makes me want to see the movie even more.
1: Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes said it. Oh, it's a, it's 97% certified fresh. Cool, it's probably crap, you know, because all yeah. they're doing is getting paid, but this is a good movie um Netflix has actually had a couple things recently that they've done uh that I really liked and this was one of them um that I liked What about you uh,
0: uh I, I think we're gonna get ready to start watching uh watching that we did go back uh uh we we got the, watched the the new season of Firefly Lane uh and uh right now uh Emily in Paris. Watching that, I mean, that's a little more of a chick flick and all, but it's, but it's, it's good. The, the, the costuming is incredible in that movie, uh, because all done in Paris. Uh, But as soon as we finish with that feel good stuff, now I'll be ready for another thriller, killer, you know, uh, mystery kind of a show. Because I, I, I find it when I start to watch too many, many of those back to back. I get, I get bored with it. I need a, I need a of switch. Of course,
1: you got to switch up the genres. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things, you know, for, for all my Star Wars fans out there, and I got to be careful I don't take up the whole show with this. Um, you know, Disney Plus just dropped recently the Ahsoka series. The probably the most anticipated installment into the Star Wars universe with one of my favorite characters, Ahsoka. Uh, live action, uh, amazing, amazing cast. And... Wow, want to? T- and I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but want to talk about a show that feels like a movie, that feels like Star Wars, and and good Star Wars. You know, yeah, we, you know, it kind of has some a little bit of Mandalorian vibes, but it's so much bigger. There's so much going on. Uh, it really connects the universe, and it, it, it man, I got to tell you, um, so far so good on Ahsoka that drops every Tuesday on Disney Plus. Just, I've been blown away by it.
0: You know, we just we just went to uh, uh, to see um, uh, Tom Cruise Mission the Mission Impossible.
1: Yeah, it's a, not bad.
0: Which is pretty cool because right at the right at the opening credits, it says Mission Impossible. The subtitle part one.
1: Yeah, he's doing it. Yeah.
0: So you know right away you're going to watch all that really, and I mean it is just such a great action action uh, uh, scenes and everything keeps you on the edge of your seat but then he gets to the finish and it says you stay tuned for part two so it's yeah it make you want to come yeah. back but Tom Cruise this year was a good year for him because he also had Top Gun you know uh, uh, Maverick uh, uh, the, the, and it did well
1: and it was yep. entertaining and it, it, did, and it entertaining. did well
0: but again like we've often said on our shows do you go see it because of the movie you go see it because it's Tom Cruise
1: you go, well let's be real you go see it because it's tom cruise in top gun right and you right. go because not all of tom cruise's movies are good now i will say this as he's gotten older and he's focused on what he's good at he's doing them better so yeah. i'll give him credit for that i don't really like his anti he also loves
0: also loves doing a lot of his own stunts which he did which is amazing uh, to me like, in, like good for him like, I,
1: yeah i think that's amazing um you know when you want to watch a fun comedy so uh you know on paramount plus uh you know which is one of my least favorite streaming apps to be honest with you they have some cool stuff but i'm just mostly documentaries but there's two things i watched recently on there one of them when we're, we were talking about different stuffs, it's called mixtape it's a phenomenal documentary on mixtapes and for those of you that don't know what it is this is how you got music back in the day. We're talking about the underground scene. We're talking about underground hip-hop. We're talking about literally guys who would pay off, DJs who and MCs, who would pay off people that worked for record companies to take a rough cut of an album. For example, when, uh, I think it was, was it Kanye or maybe Jay-Z, was getting ready to release. It might have been Lil Wayne. Was getting ready to release an album. You had this. You had this DJ that paid off one of the interns there because they're not getting paid. Yeah, gave him three hundred bucks to take the album. That album hit the streets in the in the mixtape form. They got to put it in the way that they saw the album presented before the album ever came out. And it was really cool because it took me back to listening to the underground stuff, to hearing that stuff, to to getting those mixtapes and seeing how it was presented, how these DJs presented that playlist. And that's how I would typically listen to the album when it came out. They would take 10 tracks and say, no, if we put them this way and put them this way, this is how it should be heard. And I got to be honest with you, to this day, there's some albums that I don't listen any other way. And there's a really cool documentary on that. I really enjoyed that. And then the flip side of that is sometimes I just look for a fun, pointless show to put on. That's funny, you know, and I've been binging or just having on while I'm cleaning or can't fall asleep. And I've been binging the neighborhood. Uh, the neighborhood was Cedric, the entertainer. And I always forget his name. Cause I always call him Schmidt. Cause he's Schmidt from new girl. Yeah. It's, it reminds me of the old school TGIF shows. You know, it's funny at times. It's kind of cheesy. It's laugh, but it, but it's also just got a great funny cast. I'm into it, you know?
0: Yeah, it, you know, it, uh, and as I say, the deeper that the strike goes on, uh, the more people will turn to those streaming services because the stuff that's coming out in the theaters is not all that appealing and there's nothing new coming out. So you go back and you play catch up and, and we were talking about, there are so many streaming uh, services. For instance, we watched uh, uh Yellowstone.
1: Yes. Yes. And
0: Yellowstone. I think the first so many seasons was on one channel. Then yeah. they switched to another channel. Uh, Billions was another good show that was, was on, uh, I don't remember whether it was on, I think it was on uh, Netflix and they switched over to um, um, Starts with an S. Uh, Showtime? Showtime. 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 So if you really wanted to watch the show, you'd have to buy into Showtime in order yeah. to watch the the new season of that. There's a lot of that going on between Peacock and Paramount and Netflix well, and Prime and
1: all those. The biggest thing, too, and you bring up a good point, is what's happening is, uh, especially over at WB, the the train wreck, and HBO, they cut the guillotine down and unloaded a ton of movies and unloaded a ton of shows that were even their own. Well, those other streaming services said, cool, we'll pick you up and put you on here and maybe even continue the series. So you're seeing that. The situation with Yellowstone, and although the last season... I'm I love that show. I'm happy it's ending because this last season I was not really into. Um, but I do like the show. I think the prequels are better than the main show. Yeah. Um, but the thing with Yellowstone, so Yellowstone came out and it was on Paramount Network, which was different than Paramount Plus. right. They wanted to get it streaming, so they signed a contract with Peacock. So the because Paramount Plus didn't exist then halfway through yellowstone paramount plus happened right well they said okay we will have the past seasons streaming on peacock but any new season moving forward is going to be on paramount plus so you have like seasons one through three one through four on peacock and then the new stuff on paramount plus i don't know how that show did not suffer from the confusion but man what a pain in the butt
0: (laughs) Well, there were, there were enough people that, like I said, when they switched to another streaming platform, uh, you know, there were enough people that would follow the show no matter what. And if they didn't have that platform, they'd buy into it. That is another part of what we started talking at the top of the show about, about the strike is because when they changed all these platforms and, and these, these streaming services were saying, Oh, you want to release those movies? We'll buy them up. Well, where were the residuals going? It wasn't going to the writers and the actors and the, and, and the people that deserved to get a little piece of that additional action.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. No, you're right. Yeah. There's a lot on there. And, and then there's a great opportunity to try different stuff. You know, one thing Netflix does well, and although sometimes they, they overload it, man, they bring some great foreign stuff over. Uh, one of my favorite things, because I'm a big horror guy, uh, man, Korea just <laughs> those Korean horror movies and horror series are amazing, and I've been—I mean, I haven't now, but I'm—I've been stockpiling them for yeah. October, and and I've really enjoyed that. Some great documentaries. Just uh, they, there's there's quite a bit that we can linger and open up your horizons to, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, one thing is for sure, trash talk is going to continue on this streaming service.
1: No, I wait. might go on strike. Wait, yeah.
0: No, but we're on a we're on about a dozen different streaming services, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. And and how's the residuals flowing in? Not good. Not good. <laughs> I need more. I need more. I'm not happy. And if we go to if we go on strike, who's gonna know?
1: I don't know. <laughs> but, I might just not show up one day. I just might get some AI guy to do it for me.
0: Yeah. Well, check us out next Tuesday morning just to see if we're here. You're right. All right call make a good one bye